Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's happening out there in podcast land? Man, what's going on, peeps? Man, we're so glad you guys are here with us. And um, now that I freaked out everybody in my in the office, so Anybody glad Anybody guys... new that hasn't listened is be like, what in the world did I just tune into? <laughs> love it, love it. So, hey, so glad you guys are here with us. And um, we're glad to have you here today with us. And so, hey, I got my home slice, Miss Mona here. Hey, everybody. Hey, we got, we sort of have our producer here today. Ooh, He's mic'd up in we case gave him he a in case I have he has a title and say. a microphone. Look yeah. at that. So, um, hey, I am Pastor Hank, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. And by the way, the producer is Dan Amos. Hey, hey. Oh, you have a last name. I don't, that's dangerous. <laughs> Nothing. You have me. a last name too, Mona. Your first oh, name is Miss. Mona. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have upgraded Miss Mona. Yes. She's officially now like the co-host. So she's the co-host of this here thing. And um, so we're so glad. I started as a guest. They wouldn't let me leave. Uh, so yeah. after all these weeks, I guess. She is she's been resident. promoted from hostage to co-host. Yes. <laughs> That's what we're at. She is the theologian. No. The uh, resident theologian no. around here. Hey, we are so glad. And hey, by the way, I'm so glad you're my co-host. I'm glad I am too. It's and been we're doing great. Well, it's hey, wonderful. so next week, oh my Lanta, saddle your horses yeah, next week, man. Like maybe you so, shouldn't tell them. <laughs> so next week, by the way, just is just FYI, and then seriously, we're going to dive in next week. Um, we're going to bring in uh, my youth pastor, who happens to also be my son. So next, I week, might be ill that day. I don't no, know. we're going to have four people. We're going to be having a, a roundtable discussion about something we don't know what yet. So we're going to call it. We'll do these every so often, or we're going to label these. Check this out, guys, on the fly. This will be called our roundtable discussions Ooh, because we're going to so be fancy. sitting at a roundtable. Sounds better than Battle Royale, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> exactly. So, but that's for next week. And then in, I think, three weeks, Miss um, Mona and I are going to take the week off, and Dan and Drew, we may not have a show Watch or a podcast when we get back. Let me tell you, watch those you know? So, um, hey, want to thank you guys. So, I don't know if this is like allowed to do or not, but we are like up to 12 different countries yeah. now that, uh, in all seriousness, now. 13, 13, 13. What in the world? We, wow. we hit UK, UK. Wow. yesterday, I think. Um, hey, and in, in from the bottom of my heart, in all seriousness, now the, the joking's over. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yes, seriously. That's all. That's yep. all from specifically Miss Mona and I. Um, thank you guys for listening. Yep. Here's our prayer. I believe I speak for Miss Mona's heart too. Mm-hmm. We just want to help you guys walk closer to yes. the Lord. Yep. I said it yesterday, and um, I was actually quoted. Yes, you were. I Ooh, was like, you "What quoted? the world?" Um, I, I do believe there are two musts in your life. Mm-hmm. You must accept Jesus. Yep. You want to go to heaven. This and it's they're in the exact order too. First you have to accept Jesus. And second, then you must love his Bible. Yes. Yep. And believe it. I don't know what I said. Did I say believe his Bible. I don't remember. But I I, I wanna I wanna revamp that to must <clears throat> love and believe his mm-hmm. Bible. So I pray that that's what we do through this. And um 
that's just what my heart is. And I know it's Miss Mona's heart, it's Dan's heart, it's Mm -hmm. Drew's heart. So we're so thankful that you are listening. Whatever country you're in, whatever country you're in, that's my great (laughs) English. I like to correct myself. Virginia right there, people. (laughs) Did you notice yesterday in my sermon, I corrected myself from was to were. I was like, yeah, okay. So we are thankful for you, whatever country you are listening in. Here's what I want you to know. Um, we're, you don't know this yet, Miss Mona nor Dan. We're going to start specifically praying for you guys in your countries mm-hmm. before we come on the air. Um, so that's going to be something that I'd had on my heart today and I meant to do before we started. So here's what I want you to know. We're going to pray for you guys after um, we finish today. We're going to be praying for your country specifically. And um, just know that. So we're here for you and so thankful for you and appreciate you. And um, hey, how about this truth? We get to heaven. I can't wait to meet you. Yes. If not before. Right. Who knows? But if not before. So anyway, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Miss Mona is going to do a little scripture reading. And then we're going to jump in. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we're so thankful how you bless us. We're so thankful for Jesus. First and foremost, we're thankful for Jesus, that he came to save us from our sin. And Lord, that you loved us so much, you sent him. And then, Father, if we read... Um, Isaiah 53, right, Lord, it was because of you that Jesus died. It, it, the Bible says um, that it pleased you to bruise him because you wanted a relationship with sinful people. And the only way to have that was for Jesus to um, give his life. So, Lord, we love you. Be with us today, and we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we're back in Hebrews 11, um, finishing up Moses. We talked last week about Moses starting in verse 23. So tonight we're going to start in verse 27, if I can see it. By faith he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. He's looking at me like I have something to say. Oh, you just told me to read the scripture, so I did. Okay. So, hey, once again, what we know we start out with those two key words. It's all throughout this. why it's called the Faith Hall right, of Fame. It's by faith. by faith he left Egypt. Mm-hmm. So I told you guys before we started, remember, I know we're going to get to this in just a few minutes. Well, I'll hold off on that. Um, not being afraid of the anger of the king. I mean, the Pharaoh could have chased him. Right. And possibly caught up with him. Right, but isn't this time talking about when he left with his pe- the people in the Exodus? Yes. Yeah. So it could have been also, the, to think about the 10 plagues. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. God told him what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. So here, here's a thing for today. God tells us what he's going to do, <laughs> right. too. Right, right. And um, if we're not careful, we're going to miss the boat. Yep. And... Um, we'll deal with his his anger. People don't like to hear that. That I've I've said it many times from the pulpit. That I believe in America, we're getting what we've we're asked for. Mm. You know, we, we want to live like Helgens in America, but expect the God, the hand of God, to be blessing us. Right. It's not not how he works. Nope. So we need to be careful. Anyway, <clears throat> so let's go with it. Your favorite word, although it's a different word in Greek. <laughs> Um, Why even bring it up? <laughs> for he endured. Now the word endured there it means to be strong. Mm. So I want to. We're going to make a connection here. Um, for he being enough. For 
I'm like you, I can't see it. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So we have to make the connection that the reason that Moses could endure and be strong and go through everything that he went through. So what are some things that he went through? You have any idea? Any thoughts? Well, I mean, is it referring to, um, I mean, it's referring to when he left, took the people out from Egypt. Um, but I would say, I mean, he endured all of that before Pharaoh let him go. So during through all of those plagues and all of the things that um, the wonders that God did through him while he was there, um, you know, we read it and so often we might read it and it just seems like facts in a story. Right. And we forget that these were people. They were actual people and actual events that happened. And so we're not given every dialogue. We're not given every minutia of detail. And so as he was going through all of those plagues, you know that there had to have been, um, I just lost the word, but complaining, complaining, made fun of, um, you know, mocking, ridicule, yeah. you know, any of that. In um into the times when Pharaoh said, "Oh, would you just pray on our behalf to God that He would remove us, and then I'll let the people go." And so Moses does, and then he doesn't let the people go. And how that up and down had to have weighed on Moses. It had to have. Right. Okay. Do you think it was in Moses's nature? Here's the question that I told you I was going to ask you. Thanks. <laughs> to be strong. Well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> he told me he was going to ask a question that I wouldn't have the answer for. So thanks. Um, I, you know, I don't know because we talked about how um, before when he was in Egypt and he obviously wasn't strong enough then. And so did he become strong enough to do what he needed to do while he was in Midian? Um, I mean, he was reluctant to be the spokesperson. I almost said the same thing about the podcast, but <laughs> I didn't. Good thing. Um, so did he develop that strength when he was in Midian? I'm not, you know, I don't know. What do you think? I, I really, I think if you go back, remember when God was calling him, what did he keep saying? Well, I don't speak well. Right, right. I don't do, I think he was hesitant. Right. Now this is Absolutely. conjecture on our part. Right. Because um, the Bible is silent. But it has something for us in that here's a guy that ultimately led, and I, I think this is, I believe this is why the Bible uses the word endured, mm -hmm. which is mean to be strong, because that was not his personality. Right. Um, I think he was sort of, uh, you know, I don't know. Because remember, all right, here's a saying. You know, for 40 years, Moses thought he was somebody. Right. Because he was. As we said last <laughs> week, he was probably next in line to be right. the next Pharaoh. But then so God had to take him to the backside of nowhere to show him that he was really nobody. Right. Then to come back and to be understand that he could be used by the true somebody. Right. That it was really all relying on God. So I believe that that, that 40 years on the backside of nowhere made him understand that he wasn't nothing like he right. had thought he was. Right. So I really believe he had become, you know, the Bible says he was the most humble man on the face mm. of the earth. You can't be humble and thank you all that in a yeah. bucket of fries. Right. So I do think he was hesitant. I, I don't speak well. I, right. They're not going to listen to me. Right. The man sounds like a Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> don't be offended, Baptist, because he is one. So <laughs> That's right. So I, I do, I, he was really hesitant. 
um, I think. So I think it was only when he saw the invisible God. Right. That he got the backbone was to do able it. to, right. Through all of that stuff. Right, right. We know in Acts chapter 7 that you were going to go to when when he was thinking, you want to go there? Uh, sure, if you want to. I want to. Okay. Um, in Acts chapter 7, I love Acts 7 because it, it gives um, a little bit of the uh, history of in Stephen's speech. Um, some, you know, in various places in the New Testament, we have a little um, concise summary yes. of what happened. And those are always really good to, to read. And so um, in verse 23, he's, they, well, in 22, he starts talking about Moses. Um, and I'll just read 23. I don't know if it's too long, but when he, when Moses was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brothers, the children of Israel. So we talked about last week about how he was raised by the daughter of Pharaoh. Um, but, and but he obviously knew that he was an Israelite. And seeing one of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking down the Egyptian. He supposed that his brothers, the Israelites, would understand that God was giving them salvation by his hand, but they did not understand. All right, key there, it just hit me as you were reading that. Uh, salvation by his hand. Right, right. It would have never worked. Right. Okay, sorry. No, no, but that's a great point because we were talking about, um, you know, here we have in Acts a little glimpse into what he was thinking um, when he saw an Israelite being wronged by an Egyptian. And so he avenged him and struck down the Egyptian. And and we read in Exodus, when we read of that, we read of his um, kind of like his reaction to what he did. Oh, no, what did I do? And he buries him and he tries to hide. And, and um, but yet. We, here in Acts, we see that he knew that God was going to use him to save his brothers. Um, and yet we talked about, did he go ahead of God? And yes, I would say he, he did. Um, and, and then, but also the Israelites weren't ready to accept that either. Right. And so we kind of have both things of that. So um, I don't remember why you told me to go here now. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So, um, but I don't know what were we saying. We're talking about him enduring and right. the strength that came, and why he had to send him to the backside of nowhere. Right, and so, um, and so then, as we continue to read and continue to read in Exodus, then um, when he approaches others, then they it becomes evident to him that they knew what he did, and so they, he flees. That flees, and that's how he ends up in in. Um, in Midian, um. it's so crazy when when you find things. I've never I'm, we we actually talked about this passage before we started in Acts chapter seven, and and you read it out loud even then. But the fact that it was by His hand, right? God's not going to use somebody who is all about them, right? See, God's got to get you to a place. And here's how I want to hear, man. This application it just sort of unfolded right in front mm-hmm. of me as you were reading and talking. Mm-hmm. God has to take us all to the backside of nowhere. Right. So don't be despondent and don't be um, trying to ready to give up. If you're on that back, if you're on your own backside of nowhere, thinking you, you're not feeling the hand of God, you're not. God's probably doing the biggest work in your life right. Right. when he has when he can get your full attention. Remember now, whatever your burning bush is going to be when you're out there, 
I don't really know that he's going to have a burning bush that doesn't burn anymore for right. that. But he's going to do something right. when you're out there and he's going to let you know, hey, now you're ready. Right. It's when you really don't think you can be used of God. That is the point that you can be used of God. Right. Right. Otherwise, it's your own hand doing it. Right. And and you may be somebody who you really feel like you know what God wants to use you for and, and do through you, but now's not the right time. And so don't jump ahead of God because we, we can fall into that just as easily as Moses did, as Abraham did. Um, and yet, and it won't, it won't. It won't work. It won't turn no, out. Never. <laughs> Just know that. I can even make the, I believe I can make the argument about Peter. Peter had to go through denying Jesus to become the Peter that yes. we read, that we read in first and second Peter. Yes. You yeah. read first and second Peter. Yes. That's a different Peter yes, from absolutely. the gospels. Right. Absolutely. That's, you know, in the gospels, what is Peter mm-hmm. known for? Putting his foot Putting in his, his mouth. mouth. Yep. But you read in First Peter and Second Peter, you read about a guy that's talking about being merciful, being humble, yep. being you know just chosen by God and right. and and loving others, and you're just like, dude, yep, you must have met Jesus really. <laughs> so we all look at and and I think in heaven we're gonna find out that Peter would say. I hated that I betrayed Jesus right then, in, in the sense that I denied him. But I'm so glad I did because right, he right. used me when he right. restored me. Right. To bring you back is just amazing. Right. Yep, absolutely. And so um, so we see that Moses was um, brought back, and we see that he endured and was strong because he of seeing him who is invisible. Which he saw him who was invisible in the next verse. Yes. As we get to the Passover, which mm-hmm. was the 10th plague, you know, the plague that was killing of the firstborn, and, and God was instituting something. And so you can go back and read, um, it's in Exodus 11, 12, and 13, all, all these, these verses. But there's some things about the Passover that we need to see. Um, so he kept the Passover, and we'll just turn there. Let's go to <laughs> Exodus chapter 12. Um, pretty sure it's Exodus chapter 12. Um, it is. Um, well, it's in Exodus chapter 12. And I, here's some, some truth about Jesus. Here, if you don't, this is, all right, we're going right up your alley here, girl, <laughs> about Jesus, okay? I'm going to read a little bit. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb. Hmm. Take a lamb. And um, according to their father's households, father's houses, a lamb for a household. If the household is too small for a lamb, he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons. According to what each can eat, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Keep it until the 14th day of this month when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. Then they take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat. I want to take you to the Gospels and somewhere in all the first chapters of them all, first couple chapters. Remember when John the Baptist was looking and here walks up Jesus and right. what did he say? Behold, 
the Lamb, the Lamb of, God. of God who takes away. Here's a key point. Not the sins of the world, but the sin of the world. Hmm. Plural. I mean singular, not plural. Jesus takes it all away. There's We could really deep dive into this if you guys want to. Um, what's your thoughts? <laughs> well, my thought was going, well, well, you should talk about the blood. Okay. Did you want to talk about that? I mean, I went back to Acts 7. Okay. So, but you want to talk about the blood? Well, in just a minute. Okay. There's so much more. I know. <laughs> um, You have a thought about it? <laughs> He's being off quiet over there. I'm just waiting to see where you guys are heading. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think about it. It's got to be without blemish. Mm-hmm. Points to the perfection of Jesus. Right. And by the way, it just wasn't a perfection that you could see right off the bat. Then he also goes and he says, and you take it. Um, let me find where I'm looking. And um, keep it until the 14th day. So in other words, you keep it. And you begin to study it and look at it. And it's also in that because if some flies, here's some truth, if some flies were matted in its wool, in that period of time that he gave you to search it, they would have hatched that would have come out. So then you would know whether it was perfect or not. Mm. So this, it, here's what it's saying is study Jesus. And here's what I encourage you guys to do. I, I don't know what you are, what your backgrounds are, but here's what I want to say. Study Jesus. It'll, he'll change your life. Yes. He is perfect. Yep. He's a perfect son of God, come from heaven down to earth to die for you and I. He lived a perfect, sinless life, born of a virgin, and he will accept you as you are. Yep. You know, it's sort of that old saying, you don't clean the fish till they get into the boat. <laughs> you got to catch them first. Jesus yep. will clean you up. Okay. Now, what you want to go to now? now? Well, it just reminded me of farther on in Acts 7 where um, it it connects Moses with Jesus because some people might be re- listening to us and saying, how are you connecting Moses with Jesus? Okay. Why are you doing that? Um, and I don't know, maybe they are. I mean, and you've said it, you've said how he is the lamb and he was perfect and spotless and his blood was shed. Um, but in, in Acts 7, 35 and 36, this Moses whom they rejected saying, who made you a ruler and a judge? This man God sent as both ruler and redeemer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. And so a picture of what Jesus was. Jesus was the um, ruler and Jesus was the redeemer. Um, This man led them out performing wonders and signs in Egypt at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for 40 years. And again, like Jesus did when he was here. Um, And then it goes on and says, he just keeps looking at me. Um, (laughs) This is the one, verse 38. This is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. That's not what I wanted to read. Um, What was it? Where'd it go? Oh, verse 37. (laughs) Sorry. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. And who is he talking about? Jesus. Jesus, right? He also says in Deuteronomy 18. Yes, right. I know that because I quoted it yesterday. Right, in my right. Well, and like I said, this is Stephen rehashing and going over. But we see that connection of Moses being presented like a Christ and like Jesus and being presented as a picture of what Jesus was going to be doing. So did Moses 
Here, okay, here we go. Dean, this one's for you. <laughs> did, did Moses have to be in a house that had the blood on the doorpost and the lintel? <laughs> really? See, this Actually, is how you, you get Dan? me without hey, a mic. Actually, this is pretty easy, Dan. Don't mess it up. Yes. Why? Because Mona said so. <laughs> Here's why. Dude was just a human. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't the... Well, and, he wasn't the redeemer. Right. One thing that that really stood out to me was, and it goes back to the the point you guys were just talking about, was, you know, if you do it yourself, the only thing you're going to do is create a mess. Yeah. Yep. Okay. When you go through those valleys, if you say, "Well, I'm going to pull myself out," which is probably one of the most American things you can say. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You're going to just slide right back down. But and the point is not to rush out, and that's your. At least in my experience, that's your first reaction is let me get out of this as quick as possible. It hurts. I don't like it. Yep. But God is trying to transform you. And what what stood out both with Moses and then when you look back at the Passover is in both of those situations, you obedience was the key. Yes. Yep. Not anything you had control over, not but just saying, I trust in God. I'm going to to be obedient even though I may not see it right now. Oh. And that requires that you know him. And how do we know him? Through being in his word. We could go so much deeper on that <laughs> about the obedience. Um, but Moses did. You know, you had it is the blood. Moses, just like you and I, have to be under the blood. Right. Moses had, had to, to be, be in a house right. that had blood on the doorpost and the lintel. Just like you and I yes. cannot get to heaven unless we have the blood okay. um, shed abroad on our mm -hmm. hearts. Um, which is also a picture of the cleansing nature of Jesus. And right. then the uh, this destroyer, by the way, the destroyer for the world is is the enemy, Satan. And by the way, let me just say this. I'm about tired <laughs> of go. people blaming her, all the bad stuff on God. Let me mm. tell you something. God is the giver of good gifts. Yes, yep. yes. All the evil in this world, yep. I'll make a statement, all the evil this world yep. and all the things that are happening that are bad, it's not from God. Now, he may allow it, yes. but it is the enemy yep. who cometh to steal, kill, and, and destroy. destroy. Yes. Quit blaming God for everything right. when it's the enemy. Yes. Good night, people. Anyway, so. <laughs> we just needed to get that. Anyway. I had to get that out. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. So back here real quick. So he kept the Passover and he sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. So here's here's sort of the ending. We're 20. We got four minutes. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to throw y'all a softball. I threw Dan one. I'm going to throw you one. You ready? Softball. Honest to goodness. You ready? Sure. You, I know you, she's looking at me like, okay. You're crazy. This is not going to be easy. I promise. Can you get to heaven? Without Jesus. No. You cannot. Jesus wow. said, I am I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way. It is only, there is no other name by which we must be saved except for Jesus. And so it has to be through Jesus. See, I told you it was a softball it question. Was. You know, but it is, it's it's obedience too. Yes. Obedience to doing what God says. Now you, can, now, you can live perfectly and go to heaven, but come on, we're not. Right. We're all born in sin. We're sinners when we're born. It's just proven out afterwards. But I want to encourage you today, get under the blood. Yep. Really, that's what this has been about, to get to this point. Um, I, I started to take us to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. Um, we didn't get there, but that's okay. Um, 
here's my statement about tonight. Jesus loves you so much. He stepped out of the hallways of heaven mm. to come to earth so you could have eternal life with him. He didn't have to. Right. He wanted to. Right. Love drove him to do that. Please, if we could say anything, and I speak for these other two, come to Jesus. Yes. yes. If you have questions about it, now I can really say this and it'd be real. If you have any <laughs> questions about it, um, just go to our website, www.mosaicofmarion.com. It's all one word. And if you email us, there's a place you can email us. Miss Mona will <laughs> reply. <laughs> So I will be checking the email, so I will be sure to see your email, and we'll make sure yes. to get a reply to you. And want to encourage you, we don't Absolutely. forget we have a blog every week. Um, yep. Now you are writing. Then we decide you're I writing am. the blog this week. Mm-hmm. So um, read that; it's great. It has something to do with what we've talked about tonight. But um, closing thoughts, real quick. We have like two minutes. Well, I'm glad Dan brought up the obedience because, I, I, you know, on my notes from last week. You know, just to connect it all together. Let's connect it all together. I like to connect. Please. But, you know, we started last week by in verse 23 with um, uh, and starting talking about Moses. And we talked about how he chose God over Egypt, which was an example to us of choosing God over the world. And so he did that and then he obeyed. And so, yes, we talked about he was hesitant. Yes, he said, oh, I'm not a good speaker, um, but he obeyed. He did go and do it. Um, He did have a little conversation with God about it. I'm not sure how you think I can do this, but he did obey. And so we, that's also then here again, an example to us about that we need to choose God over the world and then we need to obey. I wish we could chase that rabbit for a little bit. (laughs) About um, what something you just said. Oh man, my mind is spinning now. (laughs) Dan, close the door. Yeah, I got distracted too. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time where we can discover more of your word and more about you. We could spend a million years Mm. going through your word and would still never come up empty. Heavenly Father, we just pray for anyone listening out there that they will accept the blood that you have offered. And we thank you for the love that, that resulted in that offering that we could never deserve, but you still freely give to anyone who will accept it. Heavenly Father, we just pray that people will come back next week and that you'll allow us to continue the to have the um the privilege to share your word in jesus name we pray these things amen 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 once again i am hank meadows pastor of marion baptist church i got my (laughs) co-host miss mona does that mean i'm not a home slice anymore oh you're always my home okay just checking and um and so um and then we had our producer dan Dan. yep now you're producer (laughs) dan and we'll figure out a name for next week you will not want to look you want to hear this week but next week oh goodness you will not want to miss that so um we're gonna have four people but hey thank you once again from the bottom of our hearts yes please email in if you have questions if you just want to know more about us or whatever and um we here's we love jesus and we love you guys too hey god bless you guys see you soon bye